Hello, everybody. Happy Friday, my favorite day of the week. Welcome to Lessons and Legacies. This is episode 43. Oh, my gosh. Seven more to go till the end of wow. season one. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so before we get into today, I have to welcome my very special guests. This is uh, round two for laughter with us. Yes, I think so. Yeah. So uh, we'll start with Dalila. Go ahead, introduce yourself, then Precious, and then I'll give everybody else a little bit about myself. And then we are going to have some fun today. We have shown up ready to make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hello, I'm Dalila Brown, second time on the show. <laughs> it's fun just to laugh. And my, of course, this is my favorite subject, pet peeves. Come on. I have like 9,000. <laughs> so I'm excited to hear what your pet peeves are. And, who, and if people chime in on comments, I would love to hear all those pet peeves too. Absolutely. So this is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So <laughs> Hello, my name is Precious Paulin. I'm the mom of five amazing kids, a wife of 18 years. I have, I'm the soul doctor, prophetic poet, roles and titles. I can go on and on, but most importantly, I've come to help you clean out the virus <laughs> your heart drive, baby. And so I'm just excited to laugh, to find find the light of things in life. You know, so often I think we spend a lot of time complaining or being comfortable complaining. This gives us the opportunity to laugh at the small stuff, the miscommunication, um, to not take life so harsh, but to enjoy it more. So I'm excited about us putting a magnifying glass on enjoying life. <laughs> yes, yes. And like I said earlier, I'm Melissa Price. I am your host, Lessons and Legacies, and uh, mother of two, wife of one, and uh, yeah, uh, happy, happy entrepreneur. I love coming here and doing this. And <laughs> starving, but happy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right? But uh, yes, 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 yes. So today, yeah, we have the topic of what really grinds your gears and before we get going into that i had to i have to share some things about the numbers of today's show with you i got i got in a tailspin with the numbers earlier so let me right. wet my whistle because it's friday and we're ready to laugh right cheers virtual toast to everybody so the last time we were on together it was the 18th okay and the uh, the numbers of, well, so it was the 18th. That was the last time I have done a laughter episode. So it's been, like I said, 18 days. We're due for a laughter break here. Um, so it's been 18 days. And the last time we did it happened to be on the 18th. Uh, and then, so I got kind of into it with the numbers. 18 boils down to nine. And I know nine nine has been showing up a lot for the last week for myself. I know for William Brown, I know it's nine keeps showing its head. It's a number of uh, purpose, purpose, mm -hmm. intuition, you know? And then, uh, so the, so the, what was funny is today's episode is episode number 43, which boils down to seven. And then let's see, where was my three in there? I had this all wrapped up here. Okay. And then, okay. And then the date 
today's date, February 5th, 25, 2021 equals 12, which boils down to a three. So we have a nine, we have a three, and we have a seven for today's episode. On the 18th, the last time we were on, the date boiled down to a seven. And the episode, was episode 30, which boils down to three, and then it was uh, on the 18th, which is your nine. So this episode and the last episode that we were on all have the nine, nine seven, three, which is kind of cool. So yeah, you know, I like to do my numbers. There's a lot of fruition and completion and contemplation and yeah. all that. So we're here ready to contemplate some pet peeves and uh, my friend after, right? <laughs> so before I actually took the time and have been making a list inside and did some research over the last week, putting this list of pet peeves together. I do have a top 20. So before though, before I start rolling into it, do you have any personal pet peeves off the top of your head? Ah. Something that really gets you. Um, I definitely have some pet peeves. One of them would be leaving your plate on the table when you're passing the bar. Yes, I don't like that. If you're going to give direction, that's one thing. But if you leave and you if you're gonna leave it and pass the garbage, that'll be definitely like a small pet peeve. Mine will uh they will take their, their dish and set it on the counter right over top the dishwasher. It's like too hard for them to open the door and slide the plate inside, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I can relate to that one. Um, Galila, you got any pet peeves off the top of your head? Sorry, I had to like move inside. I don't know what was going on outside. Oh, the was... signal, yeah, yeah. We no, have to see you getting right now. I'm like moving That's everything the goodness. Oh, you're uh, good. Real loud. You're good to fix it. I'm, fix it. I'm moving things around, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, all my pet peeves, which, my is, pet peeves which is uh, are surrounded uh, with people's driving. Oh, yeah. Those oh, are my, good. Those are oh, good. My. I think I have some of those on the list. It's horrible. I, I, I have some pet peeves of drivers, too. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's bad. It's just you, people just get on my nerves. So it's, it's better for me if I'm out in the general public in a car. <laughs> right, right. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I have a lot of pet peeves with driving too. Um, another one I have is personally. This is just little ones. These aren't on the list, but uh, like if somebody puts empty stuff back in the refrigerator. Uh, yes, we've got two young kids and a husband that does it too. That's the. I think that that pet peeves me more. That grinds my gears more when he does it because right. of like, how old are you? You know better. Right, <laughs> right. Put it I in don't the like that empty container on a counter. That drives me. You mean you drank it all up and just left me here, left it there? That's a pet peeve. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what was another one? Do you guys do you guys have any issues with the way that the toilet paper is on the roll? By chance, I don't. I don't, you know, I don't have an issue, but I do have a preference. I have a preference. It's not, I, again, it wouldn't be like 
it wouldn't really grind my gears, but I definitely <laughs> have a preference. No, but there are, people, there are some people who it has to be a certain way. Certain way, way yeah. And that's why I wanted to clarify that I prefer, if I am putting the toilet tissue on there first, putting it my way, you know? Yeah. So, exactly. Because while we both have a preference, nobody is like irate about it. So it's whoever put it on a roll gets it their way. <laughs> right. Have you ever fixed it? Have you ever fixed the role in somebody else's house? I have. <laughs> I have. And I feel like I'm doing them a favor. I'm like, oh, let me put this the right way. No, you're not. You're actually interrupting their flow is what you just did. Right. <laughs> unless they don't care. Unless That's they hilarious. don't care either way. And they're probably, I probably mess with them too. They go to the bathroom. Like, it's just me here. How did this get switched? You know? That's, That's funny. That's kind of a funny way. I might just start messing with people when I go visit. Paranoid. Don't do that to no signal person. With no, don't do that. Oh yeah, that's right. That would really freak them out. They'll be so paranoid. Oh my god. Don't do it to a single person. Make sure they have a a roommate or something. That's awesome. No, I seriously, I have it in the forefront of my mind. I'm going to do that now. Oh my gosh. You like my like secret secret little mischief mission and i can't wait to get the phone call or see the facebook post from the person that's like i don't understand why my toilet paper rolls <laughs> itself you know <laughs> all Magic. right so all right going into the pet peeves all right what really grinds our gears which is an interesting phrase in itself i came up with three things centered around this it was like and okay so you've got what grinds your gears what uh, pisses you off? Think about that one. We were t we were doing language last time we were on, so I'm like, right, <laughs> off, and uh, frosts your ass. I don't know if you've ever heard that. I have one. never heard that. I used it all the time. It must be I don't know. Maybe it's a Michigan thing. I don't know. But you know what really frosts my ass? That's um, <laughs> And then pet peeves. All interesting ways to describe things that really annoy the crap out of us. So. In an effort to bring you guys some laughter, we're gonna go down the top 20. We'll see if you guys, where everybody's- I agree, disagree with that, let's see. And uh, if anybody else has pet peeves, pop them in the comments. Pop your pet peeves in the comments. So rolling in at number 20 on the list, we have loud chewing oh. or loud drinking. Do you guys know any loud <laughs> chewers or drinkers? I am. You are? Which one? Both? Rondell stops and looks at me sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, loud you're too. Is your ears close to your mouth? Are you so a loud I'm, drinker? I'm or a loud yes, drinker? Yes, I am. I'm not a loud drinker. I'm not a goat. I don't be gulping. But I'm allowed yeah. to. I think when he says it sometimes, I guess I'm hungry. You know, do y'all see this new TikTok video where the kids are like, um, this is a TikTok video where you're eating and if somebody is watching you eat and you're really eating like intensely, they is <laughs> like, nom, 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 nom. and they like record you. I got to send you like three because my kids catch us in here all the time. But it's like, yeah. you're like, you're so into the food, like, like you know, like nobody else is in the room. And then it like screams, I gotta send you some, but that's what it makes me think of. Like, I'm enjoying it so much that he's like, that's funny. <laughs> so I, I can't be guilty of 
I need to see some of those. That's hilarious. That's another thing. Maybe I'll start doing to my family. Just start recording them at dinner time. <laughs> There's a background you know? noise that they actually, that goes to it. So it's like viral because when you see it, they're, they're catching them. Like in the middle of right. the rest, it doesn't matter. They like and it's strangers. They can catch a stranger going in like this is their last supper. That's oh. what it looks like. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> my uh, my youngest daughter Sophie is a huge loud drinker. Mm. That doesn't bother me. I think I I can gulp. What's a loud drinker? I don't know. really really needing it you know but she every time she drinks we we actually joke with her and tell her she needs to do like smoothie commercials like <laughs> go 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 so you, you know <laughs> but that makes me laugh when i hear gulp you know oh okay it's the gulping the gulp and i like it i think it's funny i think it's kind of I, it makes me giggle <laughs> i don't i don't like when people have a straw at, at the end of their drink and they're i, I hate that i'm like oh my god the, the slurping sound yeah, the it takes, it's like take the straw what i do when i come to the end of my drink i take my straw out take the lid off and drink it like a human oh the bottom trying to oh, get the oh my god it drives me insane i'm just oh, like, yeah. oh my god I don't like that either because I always feel like at the bottom of the drink it's mostly spit, you know, <laughs> like the gross stuff. Like who wants to mm -hmm. smoke that last little bit up? I feel like you're drinking spit. It's just gross. <laughs> I don't like that either. Uh, and, uh, I don't. My 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 oldest daughter, she's more of a loud chewer. She she gets very into them. That oh, yeah. and the other thing that bothers me that it makes me twitch a little bit. Like it's <laughs> oh, close. Stop. Stop! You don't want to hear it, you know. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right, moving on down the line, we have at number nineteen, being late. Oh. Are you a notoriously late person? Does it bother you when people are late? Does it bother you when you're late? <sighs> I am a I am a habitually late person. I hate it about myself. I have to say that it's like no matter what I do, because I get so anxious when I'm running to the to the wire. I'm like, oh my gosh, I only got two more minutes to get it done. I'm like, my heart's racing. I'm sweating. I'm shaking. I'm like, oh, if I would have just gave myself ten more minutes. But I lollygag. I don't know what it is. Lollygag. I'm a lollygagger, and then it's like I lost time, and I'm like. <gasps> Like I've been planning all day to leave on time, but the lollygagging got me to the last moment, and now I, I'm trying right. to figure it out. So I am, I'm the I'm somebody's pet peeve, you know. Now <laughs> I think we all will make the list. Like you know, I don't want you to be offended. I'm late for my own stuff. It ain't. It's right. not just you. It is right. my time management. So that's what I had to work work on. I told Rondell we wouldn't be married. Almost 19 years. If I if I had to wear makeup or put the stuff on, if it wasn't just lipstick and go, we wouldn't stand a chance. Cause I'm already late. Imagine if I had to add makeup to the pack. I, I, right. I would. I would be happily married. I can tell you that. <laughs> what about you, Delila? Uh, where, I, where, where does being late set, set with you? I'm not like for me. I would say I'm like in the middle. Like 
Um, it just depends maybe what I'm doing or what I'm doing before I'm going somewhere. Sometimes I'll be super early and be waiting. I don't mind waiting for people. That doesn't bother me. But then sometimes I'm like precious. I'm like sitting around doing other things and then realize, oh, shoot, I should have left left 20 minutes ago. (laughs) Right. It doesn't bother me. But what I find interesting, I guess they do have a point. People that for them that this is a pet peeve, they take it so personally. They're just like, they don't, you know, they're not respecting my time and they just care only about themselves. I'm like, oh my God, slow down. Jeez. People can relate sometimes. (laughs) Listen, and then I think another thing that we got to address is people got different strong suits. Exactly. Exactly. I'm telling you what I'm doing right when you're on time. Like, yeah, you're early. Listen, right. I, tell my, I tell my husband all the time, you are so early, but you don't have your wallet, your hat on. <laughs> what about the person who's on time but unprepared? I might be 15 minutes late, but I got everything. Right, exactly. Right. You know, right. The lights, you know, that I, you know, I'm like the person that's running around like, is the stove off? Is the lights off? It's just how I right. am. Those extra minutes. I'm going to sacrifice because I'd rather be late than early with a problem. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, is, my, that is true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my kids, my kids are like that too. I'll, I'll be like, come on, we got to get ready. We got to go to the store, this and that. And they'll look at me. We are ready. I'm like, where's your shoes? Where's right. your, like, I'm, I'm standing there with my coat, my keys, the purse, the dog and the leash. And they're like, well, we're ready. Still barefoot. Right. I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> I, uh, it, it bothers me when other people are late and it bothers myself when I'm late. And I don't know why I have such a hard time. It could be two minutes. It could be 20 minutes. But I I have a real hard time being on time. <laughs> it's going to be like apocalyptical stuff for me to be right there in time. Or early, right. early, early, I guess. Apocalyptical to get me there early. Right. <laughs> but, uh, all right. Rolling in at 18 on the list. Interrupting. Oh, oh I'm a bad interrupter. Bad interrupter, right here. Really That's bad. Keep mind. I think I've learned to over talk. <laughs> so that's how I pick those pet peeves. I was like, wait a minute, I got something to say. So, right. yeah. but I'm okay with an interrupter because I think that you don't know what it feels like to have a point. And some people can hold it and some people just can't. And you right. know, you gotta respect who you are. And if it's a valid point, you might have to be like, hold up, wait a minute, and ain't gonna stay here until you finish. So, right. you know, most right. people are into people who think faster than they speak. And so it's like, if I don't get this stuff out, right? Like, you know, you ever go and be like, I wish I said that, and I wish I said that. That's because you didn't interrupt. By the time they gave you the floor, you forgot all the points you had. Right. Now you're exactly. wishing you had said something. So, Interruption right. sometimes steers the conversation a different way because if I allow you to keep on going that way and I don't interrupt you when you're way off left field, now we just wasted 10 right. minutes of my time that I can't get back. So I'm going to interrupt you so that we can re like moderate this conversation to make sure that it don't take us too long to get to the bottom line. So, yeah, right. I, mean, I, I totally agree with that because you lose track of what you were going to say, and then if you let them finish and then you just totally forget, oh, shoot, I forgot what I was going to tell you. It's like, ah. Oh. So I say it in a nice way. I say, my joke with my friends is I always say I have a side a side note to this. Or I'll, I want to have a side conversation about what you just said. But 
excuse me for interrupting, but I gotta say this because I'm gonna forget if I don't say it. So right, 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 I mean, right. I, mean, I don't think it's a disrespect thing. Um, I don't know. I think mm -hmm. as women, when you're caught up in a conversation with a, like, say you're with a group of women, it's hard not to interject mm -hmm. and interrupt, especially if something comes to your mind on something that they're talking about. So I don't know. It also depends, I guess, what company you're with. <laughs> right. Right. They, you know, if you, if you they don't if they if you know they wouldn't mind yeah. you know interruptions here and there. So I don't know. Yeah, That's it fun. happens on both levels. Like I I I run with people like, you know, who talk and we're loud and we right. like to go, go, go. So in that moment and in that circle, yes, you got you've got your women over talking to each other, but the, the vibe right. and energy, everything is good and it's up and we're just excited, like almost like a concert sort of situation. Right. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, there's other there's I mean habitual interrupters, and I, I like I'll say it, my mom is one. She's a huge one. I talk to my mom every day. I have for years, and it like I'll be talking, and she's like, "How was your day?" This hey. and that. I will start talking and saying, this was my day, this was that, da 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 da, right. da. She will, I'll be in the middle of a sentence and she'll be like, did I tell you that I went to the bank earlier? Like, totally <laughs> cut me right off. It has no bearing. Like, were you even listening that I was telling you I just got on iHeartRadio or this? Or right. That? Like, poof, totally has no bearing. And so I'll be like, yeah, so cool. And then anyway, so yeah, what I was saying was, and then I did this and that and this and that. Right. And did I tell you that when I went to the bank, who I ran into outside, I'm like, <laughs> what is happening right now? You know, <laughs> that kind of interrupting bothers me. Yeah. The interrupting as in excited, mostly women talking over right. each other. I don't see men doing that a whole lot, but I guess they probably do. A bunch of excited dudes talking. I think humans just do that. But right. there's, it's like when you've asked somebody a question, wait for the response and listen to it. You know, <laughs> right? Let me, right. And let me tell you a fun fact. Oh, was that an interruption? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good one. Interrupted. So, <laughs> I just did. I just do the Let me tell you a fun fact about interrupting. You know what I learned? Okay, so being married for years, we, you know, I think it's the great interrupters being in relationship. You, you. <laughs> interrupt each other She's through life. Right. Like, Hold on, mm -hmm. where you going? So, you know, but what I learned when I started going live back in, I guess, when we, when me and Rondell started doing perspective in the poll, with the poll, so we were doing it like in, when we first started in 2016, before I had met everybody, right? And so we would go and when I would play back now, so through all of those years, by that point, we had still been married over 10 years. So who? <laughs> Speaking of interruption. Interruption. <laughs> it's an interruption. <laughs> Isn't it idea? Hey, DJ. My nephew's got, got here. Hey, so, DJ. Um, <laughs> so when I interrupt, isn't it idea? Look. That's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I mean, you can make this up. You just can't make this up. But this is what I found. I start, I was watching our lives. You know, we will always go back. We was like, you don't let me let me finish and none of that. But you know, you can't see it because how can you see it when it's just you and his perspective? But when I right. started to watch our lives in the very beginning, I got better at hearing him say, you're interrupting me. Before I was like, I ain't interrupting you. You don't get to say it first. But when I started right. to watch my lives with him, I read, I saw how much I did interrupt him in, a in our conversations. So that was something that taught me to not be offended when he felt mm. like I was interrupting him and really seeing that 
I'll be so because I'm my like I said, my I'll be thinking a hundred miles per hour that looking at it was like, wow, I was interrupting. So I see it different, you know. And so now he's like, Oh, I'm trying to say something. I don't be like, Who you think is like, oh, okay, go ahead, finish. Because right. I know that I can get so excited right. with my words, like the word mm-hmm. specialist. I love words. I'm like, hold up, and they fly in so fast that is like dag, I'm not even letting you. Say your point. I'm gonna give you 10 points to disagree with before I give you a chance to, you know, say, okay, can I get one in? So, you know, still right. working on that, but I'm not offended by him saying, You're cutting me off. Now I can see when I'm cutting him off. Right. That's what it took for me. I didn't realize I was so bad at it until, like, it, I don't know. I think it probably was my husband. It was years ago I realized, like, wow, I, I just. And that's what it is. I get so excited. I'm like, it just boils up out of me. And he's like, you did it again. You did it again. You did it again. You see how many times you just did that? And like, I'm in it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It takes takes being reminded and pointed out to for that to happen for us to make a difference anyways. But uh, all right. So this next one I I like a lot. Number 17 is going to be talking during a movie. Oh, yeah. Ugh. It could be a movie in your living room or you know, <laughs> back in the day, pre-pandemic days when we used to go to the cinema. Yes. Are you a, wait, 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 no, what'd you say? I said it's Black History Month. Don't come for us, Melissa. I'm not coming for you. It bugs me. I know. Well, you know what? Number 17. My youngest, Sophie, she's notorious for it. I I don't know. I get sucked up into movies, and I don't mind if there's background noise, but when they turn and they're talking to you in your ear, like, hey, it's like trying to, you know, trying to really get your attention. I'm like, but, but. Right. You you see, everybody's sitting here watching the movie right now. Like, stop. So I have to tell you a funny story. My sister and I uh, went to the movies once and, um, oh, this is when I don't want to be late. I hate when people walk in and it's already dark. That's one of my pet peeves about, about movies. I hate that. And they're looking for their oh. seat and they've, and they've got 19 kids. I'm like, really? <laughs> so After the movie started, right. Uh, so um, my sister's the opposite. She likes to get there, you know, right when they're about to start the, not the movie, but like the previews. Mm-hmm. So um, let's just say that we were enjoying ourselves beforehand. So we, we got there. So we're, we're being a little bit silly. We got shushed by some old lady. <laughs> and I wanted to say something. My sister's non-confrontational. And I wanted to say something. And we just, she's like, no, let's just move. So we moved. It was literally during the previews. Why are you shushing me during previews? Right, right. It's not I even the freaking. It's not even the freaking movie yet. I just, right. didn't, I just didn't get that. I'm just like it, they be practicing that shush. You know they be practicing. I that. know. Oh my gosh. It's, I was just like, all right. <laughs> so, so we moved away from her. <laughs> so we wouldn't bother her. Uh, I think. I think being shushed. Is a pet peeve too. I know. Just in itself. Did you shush me? Did you just like shush me? No, that is a pet peeve. When you get shushed, yeah. you know? Yep. Well, obviously, Precious, you saying you, you're down for talking during a movie? She's like, I will talk the whole movie away. Listen, now I'm not that bad, but hun, 
when I moved, I'd be like, did y'all see that? Wait a minute. And I'm thinking I miss part sometimes because I'm like, this is not going on. So I'm that talking like, we got to wait. Side note, pause. Let's, what's going on right here? So it depends. So yeah, I'm not though. I'm not bad in the movie theater, but if I'm home, oh, I ain't gonna yeah, be yeah. up. I, mean, I have good etiquette, outside etiquette. But if you're in my house and I want it, I have no etiquette. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I say the same thing. The other, the other thing I can't stand too. If, if since we were talking about movie theaters, which I I hate more than the talking situation because. In the movie theater, the the sound is so loud it rumbles through the seat. Like really, yeah. you got to be yeah. really making a ruckus for that right. to bother me so much. Right. I just don't like when somebody's right in my ear. But what does bother me is when you're in the dark movie theater and the person next to you maybe is like not into the movie, and so they're right. checking your Facebook, and so there's this big white glowing orb next to you, right, right, like up in your peripheral, and it's messing with your viewing. You know, <laughs> I don't like the person who's on the cell phone in the dark theater right next to you. Right, that's a for me. Um, all right, sixteen. How about slow walkers or slow uh, drivers? You get oh, better people at the Nakia says she hate getting beat by another car. Was that? Nakia, oh, can y'all see the comments? She says she oh, hate getting beat by another car. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I hate getting beeped by another car. Yeah. I don't like that either. It's like, excuse you? It's like getting shushed. It's like getting shushed. Oh, my God. That's funny. Well, no, sometimes beeping is justifiable. So I'm Yeah, beeping has its, I mean, it's there for a reason. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to pick on your friend, William. He is, <laughs> he is the most passive driver I have ever met in my life. And obviously, I'm the opposite. Right. So, so, over, okay, so, so we've been married for 30 years. So it took me about mm, 25 years to just bite my tongue when he's driving. And I feel like, you know, he stays behind a truck too long on the highway. <laughs> that bugs me to crap. I'm like, oh, my God, why are we still behind this, this tractor trailer for how many miles? Um, what else? Oh, he never beeps. I think I have never heard him beep once. 30 really? years together, I have never heard him beep at another car. Aw. Me, me, on the other hand. <laughs> right. She's like speed racing down the highway. What, what, uh, my beeping is justified, although right. some people don't think it is, William. <laughs> my beeping is justified when you don't use turn signals, when you yeah. stop for no freaking reason. You literally just stop. Yes. Why were you stopping in the middle of the road? When you don't know that the light turned green. Right. I'm, I'm better at that. I used to be one of those people that as soon as it turned green, I was like, eh. I'm, I'm getting better because, you know, we're in the South. Yes, I said it. There's a lot of slow people down here. So anyway, true. <laughs> so, Coming from uh, the New York, let me tell you something. I drove in New York and it scared me, scared the yeah. lights out of me, but Jesus yeah. out of me. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and, I went to New York one time too, and that's the only place I've ever been where the traffic is like it's life threatening. People it don't is. stop at the stoplight. My first ten minutes out of the subway and up on the street, I saw a taxi van 
rear end another taxi. Like wow. literally went through a light double taxi thing. I was I had a disposable camera at this time, if that gives any indication of my age. Wow. No there are no no phones at that point that had good cameras. So I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> tourist in New York, right? That's funny. <laughs> I mean, I got in um, a wreck in a taxi in New York. Oh when my gosh. Parents, we were little. Oh like, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like it was like five, four of us. So they all had us grow till we was older. But yeah, we had got into a wreck going wow. from one place to another in a taxi cab. Wow. We can't in New York, let me tell you. Yvette's in the house. She says, when I go for a walk, I take my time walking slowly and not fast. And so we know what we know about Yvette here is that Yvette has had knee surgery. And so she is, has been healing and recovering for quite some time now. So I'm not saying that slow walkers who have a reason to be walking right. slow. Absolutely. What Absolutely. I'm talking about is that person with the shopping cart yes. at the grocery store that's literally in the middle of the aisle and yes. pass on one side or the other. And they're just impervious to everything around them. And they're taking their time like they're at the spa. Right. I don't like that. Like, get to one side of the highway here so I can right. help you as you are reflecting on what can of beans you wish. You right. know? <laughs> and let me, and let me take for a moment and tell you one thing. There's a reason why I don't walk slow. You know what I tell myself in my head when I'm walking, you know, into the grocery store and somebody's passing or I'm walking? I walk so expeditiously only for this reason, this reason alone. I do not know the mental capacity of that person. I do not want to be the last straw in this world. I don't think we recognize how serious a world we live in. And people are really are on their last leg sometimes. And while you may just be in La La Land, it could be the worst day of their life. So for that alone, I try to move. I try to because you just don't know if that's going to, if you're going to be the person that send them over or bring them back. I would rather be the person that brings them back than send right. them over. Right. I'm intentional in how I move for that reason. Because right. you just right. never know. That's it. That's a very good reason. And I'm going to skip ahead. I know we're on 16 right now, but I'm going to just go to 14 yeah, and go right. back to 15. Wait, what was 15? Uh, I, I still want to know, though. We're, we're going to go to 15 next. But oh, okay. turning without a signal, Dalila, you said that it made the list. I have to, I have to, since it was mentioned, I want to go right. there. Well, uh, just like you were saying about the slow walkers are kind of like, you know, what, what was the word you used that aren't, like they're, they're not impervious to what's going around them. And right. that's how I feel a lot of drivers are. Yes. Just in yeah. general. It's like, I'm in my car. I'm going from A to B pretty much screw everybody else if right. I don't turn a turn signal yeah. on, if I'm going driving really, oh, that's the other thing. If like the speed limit that's because is it's like, super distracting. like the speed limit is 45 and they're literally going like 30. Yeah. I'm just like, oh Whoa. my God. I <laughs> Why are you going so slow? That. Yes. And, and then, and then I try to be, you know, nice and be like, well, maybe they're not a confident driver. And the, but then the the devil part of me says they shouldn't be on the road then if they're not comfortable driving. Exactly <laughs> that part right there. That part. Well, listen. Well, they, listen, the road. That's, why I've been listening. that's why I've been looking for a driver my whole life. I got Rondell for now. He's <laughs> chef, chef chauffeur, chef daddy chauffeur, right? 
chats in the supermarket or in the middle of the road. Exactly. Just pull off to the shoulder of the road. On their phone too. Do you see miles that? An hour, There's right? nobody even there. They're in the middle of the, in the hall talk. I mean, in the middle of the aisle with a buddy chat on the phone though. Like, yo, you're blocking right. the aisle. And they're like, they're not even talking to anybody there. Right. Like, <laughs> your buddy chat is on the phone. So you're like, you're in the middle of the aisle and your buddy chat. And now that has happened to me once or twice. I have to say, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, I answered right. the phone and was like, oh, hey, somebody <laughs> that I hadn't spoken to a while and I forgot that I was pushing a cart. So, <laughs> I can be guilty sometimes, but that's what gives me the empathy in the times that somebody's there for me to say, oh, excuse me, ma'am. You know, just because right. I had to go into the moment where I was the person blocking the aisle in a third person conversation and nobody can see. It so happens. Life gives me balance, I find. Wait, it's like I have to tell you guys a funny story really quick before we get off the turn signal. So yeah. I, I had just dropped the kids off at school. This was many moons ago. And um, this woman in front of me just, I, what's funny is we were, having go, we were having to go to the same place. We were both going to Panera's. But she <laughs> just stops without a turn signal and pulls into the parking lot. So I don't know what came over me that day. Because most of the time, even though I said I am, kind of confrontation but not 
really. I think I am, but I'm really mm-hmm. not. Um, so we were in Panera's and she was in line in front of me and I, I tapped her on the shoulder and she's like, yes. I'm like, I said, I think there's something wrong with your car. She's like, what do you mean? I said, well, because, you know, your turn signal is not working. You just came to a stop and turned into the parking lot. You should have seen her face. Her face was like, I knew she was. She was just like, really? I'm like, yes. I'm That's such not, a cute shade. I love it. I'm just letting I you like know it. that I don't think your turn signal is working. She's like, she. I, think I know it wasn't you. It was the car. Right, exactly. I've done, like that. I've done stuff like that. Sometimes you have to like subtly let somebody know because right. it makes you feel so much better. Otherwise, it's not going to put that flame out that's burning in you. Well, that, that peeve flame that's going. Right. Well, but Bill makes fun of me because I used to write notes and leave it on people's cars. I've done it. I've stopped I've doing it, it though. Times. I've stopped doing that. I, I used to do it for people that parked really bad, which is another of my, my, my pet peeve is people that don't park correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bill's like, well, nice. he, he's like, do you really think they're going to care? They're going to come out to the car and read a note that you wrote? I said, to point to what Melissa just said, I want them to know that they are bad. They're bad. Bad, bar, bar, they're bad, bad parker. And I want them to spend the whole day thinking about this. He's like, <laughs> no, no. And go in and practicing. Go to that parking lot and practice now because I left that note for you. You're going to exactly. go Exactly. And Bill's like, you know, they're not going to care. They're probably just going to crumple it up and throw it away and not even think anything about it. <laughs> but I have to get it. I have to get it, get it out. I have to let them know. Right. <laughs> and you know, I'm some so people do that on purpose so nobody parks next to them. You find them cars that think they got the best car, they going to park. I know. That's another one of my so pet peeves. Oh, God. So that was conscious anyway. They did this. That, you know, depends on the person. Right. We right. call that egotistical parking. That's an egotistical park job right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say go in the back then. Don't get no spot in no front. You go. That's you want right. to be all. If, it, if it's all like that, go park your behind right I know. Yeah. And, I have, and I have seen like big, nice SUVs park way from all yeah. of them. And they'll park like diagonal. Now that I give respect I can, to. I can deal with. Yeah. Yeah. But not but you like, can in two spots. You ain't got no business doing that. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. Uh, even before, <laughs> even before pandemic, this one set heavy with me. We're going back to 15 and then down to 13 again. So <laughs> standing. Oh yeah. Close. You ever got somebody that's like, you know, you're waiting in line somewhere <clears throat> and they're like, literally their coats brushing up against yes, you. I hate that. Oh my goodness. Oh. Or like if you're in the checkout line and their carts literally on your jacket, on your butt, like right, you right. back up, like <laughs> personal space. Does yes. that bother you guys? Yes. Yes. Especially yes. now. Yes. I, feel like I know. I know. I was, was so I, I, I woke up to my down. I'm like, uh, <laughs> they're not on dots. Every y'all need. I'm like, I'm like, they're not on dots. <laughs> you're on your dots. What are you doing? It's a dots. <laughs> That's hilarious. Why are y'all on your dots? There's dots right right there. Y'all not together. Y'all in the middle of the dots. Get on the dots. That's funny. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's different. Different now. But even there, even before that, now we have a reason. Right. Because we got germs and all that stuff. I I hate when I'm checking out and I'm I'm not even done with the transaction yet. And the person is like moving closer. I'm just like, can you not see? I'm still like. Unloading. Yes. yes, I'm like I'm still here, and 
speaking yeah. to this employee. I'm not done. Just because it looks like I'm like wrapping it up. Can you wait until I literally move? It's oh, right. it's so annoying. Oh my god. And believe it or not, even during this time, people have still been doing that to me. I'm just like, back up. Yeah. It's for crazy. real. It's crazy. I saw somebody try to help somebody with their stuff in the car. I said, no, you know better than that right now. Right. Right. Exactly. Just, don't try to help nobody that you don't know. Don't, right. <laughs> not, that, not in this stuff. Just, it's nice, but. Right. Not in You could see the person wanted to be like, what are you doing? But they were the passive people who don't speak up for themselves. So they're right. like. Thank you. When they're really looking like, are you kidding me? Right. So, exactly. I feel bad for the people that can't speak up, you know. All right. Here's one. Here's one we've experienced when uh, this is actually the third time we've connected the three of us because the first time we got thwarted by the internet. Ah, uh, slow internet. Oh, yes, slow internet. Big pet peeve. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Trying to do your banking, pay your bills, school the kids, do a podcast. <laughs> and you're saying that browse, that little thing keeps spinning and spinning and spinning. It's like being stuck at a traffic light for three minutes to me. I'm like, <laughs> ah, I want to I reset the computer. I can't wait. You know, <laughs> does that bother you guys at all? Not, not me so much. No, but but I can understand you guys, like you and Bill and Precious. You guys do your shows. That that would bother me. I but, need it for the kids for school. And that too. No. If, you, if I had kids at home doing doing online schooling and stuff, but I would I would never put it in a pet peeve of mine. Right. So now, while there are certain things that are annoying, it's just it just doesn't go on my list. It's just too much more important things than slow internet for me. You know, it could be here today, going tomorrow, you know, That's so <laughs> I couldn't put so much power. Like pet peeves to me are stuff that is just like, it's, it's irritating. So now, you know, the slow internet could come every other day. I can be irritated every other day. So I need right. to find that are more, you know, so while it's annoying, it would not be a pet peeve of mine. We're like, oh, there are certain things that I, you know, what's a pet peeve of mine? Waiting on hold and speaking to the automated people. That is, Ooh. I feel like I, I lose all of my, you know, thing with the automated phone. And I'm like, get me to the supervisor. Get me to operator, operator. Because they right. can't, you know, so that's a pet peeve of mine. But so internet, it's like, oh, I guess so not today. <laughs> I guess it won't be not. God has spoken. He is the omnipresent. <laughs> so since he's the internet for me, it just means that today he said, Sit down, my child. Sit no, down, right. my child. That's right. Today, you have a bonus day off, right? <laughs> Go do some other stuff. Get off of there. So. Right. <laughs> All right. How about what is that say? somebody saying no offense after saying something insulting? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, say no offense? Like, uh, like oh, okay. man, that, that shirt isn't really your color. No offense. No offense. You know? <laughs> It's so funny because I do, I use a no offense first. I'll say, right. Melissa, no offense, but I got to tell you something. <laughs> right. Preparing to receive I, it. I think right. that's a better way. I think that's a better way to do it. Because if I feel like I'm getting, if you were to say that to me, I'm bracing myself for right. the words. Exactly. So therefore, what you say next probably isn't going to be that bad. And I'll be like, oh, shoot, girl, that's fine. I, I get you. I can receive it now, you know. Right, so right. Maybe that's a better way to do it. Right. right, so you're not on a tag. You ain't get hit in the chest. You're like, wait a minute. 
Right. No okay, let me see what you're saying. Oh, okay, none taken. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't don't kick the dog and then say sorry. Kind of thing. <laughs> I'm sorry that I have to punish you because you pooped. Right. Out. You don't just whack them and then tell them why. You know. Right. Right. You know, right. it's like it's like you're looking fatter than the last time I seen you. No offense. Right. <laughs> yes. Oh, you look really worn down today. No offense. You look like really tired. Are today. you tired? No yeah. offense. Right. <laughs> Should you ask somebody, are they tired? You're looking at them like, are you tired? No offense. One, I've I've said this. I said this a couple times, and then I had somebody else return it back on me. I was like, do you know what that makes me feel like when you say that? And, and I was like, well, I don't mean it that way. And they waited a while and returned it back on on me. Um, oh shoot, it just went out the window. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it'll come back to me i got sidetracked what happened is i started visualizing the moment that it got slapped back in my face and i was like oh that was a horrible moment oh. <laughs> it fizzled out. it'll come back it'll come back but all but right it's just see and feel it because it changes your empathy like i said it wasn't until i got caught answering the phone and somebody had to say girl i'm glad they didn't run me over because that's not what i normally do so i'm glad that i had the good brother say girl get out the way but right. hun, before that day I was the person like, what are you doing? This is not a congregation spot. I wouldn't say that, but like, you know, excuse me. Right. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. But now I'm more like, excuse me. Yeah. Change my phone. <laughs> it's not the word, but how you say it. Now I say it better. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, it's got its own tone and its own mm -hmm. inflection. Therefore, mm -hmm. it delivers its meaning by that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's emotional. Words are emotional, like I said. Emotional. Mm. All right. Uh, how about where do you guys stand with cracking knuckles, finger tapping, pen oh, clicking, okay. stuff like that? That I haven't been around it enough to care, yeah. but I can tell me. you a story. When I, I was younger, I, my oldest sister, my Janine, you know, my niece Janine, her mom, anyway, she's three years older than me. But when we were younger, my name was grow so strong and so nice. So I know I think I was I had to be about 10 years old. She must have been like 13 or nine or somewhere. But I used to tap my fingertips like that. Uh, I do it and too. one day she would be like, stop. And I'd be like, why? You know, I was so proud of my nails. I was putting clear on them and taking care of them. And I was like, that was my, you know, that was a gift to myself for all the work I was doing to get my nails to be long and strong without, you know, the tips and stuff. So anyway, you know what she did? When I woke up the next day, honey, she had cut my nails down to nails. Oh my gosh. While I was sleeping, she cut my nails down. I say to this day, they haven't grown the same. Oh my gosh. Seriously. To the nails. That's creepy. That's creepy. That's definitely a pet peeve of hers. Wow. Oh my God. She crept in your room while you were sleeping and chopped your nails off? Well, just oh come up the bed next to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she had wow. No car, but honey, I woke up, I, I woke the whole house up. I went crazy. Oh I would have too. I would have too. The 10 year old precious, I'm glad we're going to have that conversation. Yes. Right? Went crazy okay. in the house. Like, oh, you got me. Who oh cut my, my nails? Who cut my nails? Imagine. So, Wow. Oh my, yeah. That's I would say that is a pet peeve of hers. So 11 matters <laughs> to, what is 11? That matters, it matters to a little 13-year-old girl. Wow. wow. 
I, I'm, I'm a big finger tapper. I like to tap my fingers a lot. It feels good. I, I like did. To I think I, I grew out it. of it. Got me a good, that was a good lesson, I guess, for me. I don't tap I my fingers it. anymore. I hate the knuckle cracking though. That um, ugh, that gives me like the oh stop. You're getting arthritis. That's what I always say. Don't do it. <laughs> but you know, our parents always told us that you crack your knuckles, you have big hands. So when we were younger, if we got my mom and dad, they would be like, Don't crack your knuckles, you're gonna have big hands. So that would stop me from crack. So they just it seeds. Somebody right. told you cracking your knuckles, you're gonna be smart. You would crack it every day. It's just a seed that got planted that decides what you do and what you don't do. So right. one of those are the only reason why, because I used to do it because it was like, wow, you could do that. And oh. then your hands are going to be bigger. And I might have got some big hands from it, which I think <laughs> <laughs> might be true after all. Oh, those, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. I always was a big arthritis, but like I have oh. always been around people who do the pop crack and I'm like, oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, I can feel it. Oh, you know, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> All right, uh, number ten. We're in the top ten now. Ooh. Dog owners who don't pick up their poop. I have a dog, and my dog likes to go poop in bushes. Like he likes. I live on a greenway. He prefers to go off the path. He like needs his privacy. He <laughs> up under the stuff, and I'm like, I scored. I scored so good with this dog. But sometimes when the weather's bad, he's got to do it here. I hate picking up the poop. I think it's horrible. Eh. So I'm blessed with my dog. Um, but I do have neighbors that walk up and down every, and it's like. You're here every day. Why Why can you not just carry the bag and pick up the thing or a scooper? <laughs> if, if, if somebody's letting their dog poop in their front yard and then your kid goes and slips in that poop uh, it on the shoe, on the kid's you. pants, then it comes in the house and uh, then it has to go in your washer. The whole time you're going, huh, huh, huh. like, mm -mm. I kind of have a pet peeve with the people who don't pick up the dog poop. And I'm a dog owner, so... <laughs> Listen, I don't, I don't want to step in no poop, but I tell you one thing: them trees and them grass is very happy because, honey, ain't nothing fertilized. You got must got a green. You it's green by you too, Melissa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> nice mm -hmm. and green. Yeah, I mean, I don't, they fertilize them. They fertilize I don't. I don't. Them. I don't pick it up unless I have to. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't leave it on somebody else's front lawn because I don't know what their situation mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Um, so I pick it up when it's not in a safe place, but he, he could yeah. go out in the woods anywhere he wants. I'm not picking that up. You know, it is fertilizer. But I will tell you, as much of a green thumb as I have and how much I love plants, I would never be saving that poop for some compost piles. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> not me. I don't, you know, with it. I don't, I yeah, don't want to walk the dog to have to pick up behind it, and I don't want to step in your dog poop. So I'm like on a fence. Only a pet bee when I start stepping in it. It's gonna yeah. be like you know. I'm a. I would you know if I see that though. I think I'm more of a advocate. Rondell's like, oh my god, listen here, sister soldier. If you don't have a seat, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sister soldier. <laughs> so that's a joke around here. So I, I, you know, if I saw it and I, and it seemed to be a problem, if more than one or two kids actually stepped in the poop, and I, I probably would address the situation just so we could move better, better. Right. 
What about uh, Delila? Do you have a poo preference? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'd rather poop. I'd rather poop inside my house, but okay. <laughs> but but um, I love that you know the last couple of years we've been living in apartment communities, and so um, the nicer communities, I would say, do that DNA thing that if you have a dog and mm. if you're renting here, you have to provide them with the, the poop sample. Mm. So if you're in case. Your dog does does it. You don't know, pick it up. Um, they can come and, and you get fined. Yeah, they find you like two hundred dollars. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, the nicer the nicer apartment communities do that. So yeah, I mean, I think of course, because that's called stature. Wow, that's I never even heard of such a thing. Yeah, brilliant. I think it's you great. See what you can do when you think. When you exactly. start talking about a problem and try to become the solution, because I guarantee you, ain't nobody trying to pay no bill for no poop. It ain't worth it. Listen, the sheep no. ain't worth it. It's not cheap. I think the fine is like $150. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the sheep ain't worth it. I was just right, exactly. Just, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that'll that'll teach your lesson. You don't want to pay that ever again. Yeah. Yep. So oh I think God. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, so pretty accountable my mind. That, yeah. that would make you a lot accountable if there was, you know. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yep. How about this one? I know this is usually a favorite among women. What about when somebody tells you to calm down? And I'm not talking uh, about, you know, when you're weeping and you know, you need to be told to calm down, like you want to hear that. Let's take it out of the whole text. Sometimes we want to be told to calm down and, and be held and ooh, it's going to be okay. But I'm talking about not that way. I'm talking right. about when you are going yeah, off. You like to be told to calm down. Right. And somebody's saying, you better calm down. Like, what? You know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where do hmm. you guys stand with being told to calm down? Whether it's from a boss, your spouse, a sibling your kids um that would definitely go on my pet peeve i would i could take that one yeah i don't like it because i think when somebody tells me to calm down it makes me feel that what i am upset and frustrated and expressing myself about yep. is minuscule yeah or it's inferior or it doesn't right. matter just because it doesn't bother you right telling me to calm down you're not acknowledging the fact that yep. it is a big part of my world and yep. making me crazy you know yeah oh look who joined us oh. hey william we were we've been talking about you what did he say <laughs> what's that say you know, I can't read that. It says, hey, ladies, I can hear you are having a wonderful time. You probably came in on shit. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. You came, you came in. You just, you just missed the shit topic. You know, that's misbehaving, don't you? That's funny. I think that's Bill's favorite. Um Potty word is the shit word. I've, I've, it's, I think it's the only swear word I've ever heard him say. <laughs> so it would be natural. It would be natural that you came in on. Where do you stand on that, Bill? How do you feel about dog owners who don't scoop the food? Oh, Pop it in the comments for us. 
Don't All right, so then poop. we went from there to being told to calm, calm down. down. What do you think, Dalila? Like, I Where's think, that like, with you? I, I don't, like, when you were, like you were saying, I feel like you're invalidating my feelings, but you tell me to calm down. Right. And like you said, just because it's not important to you or you don't see why I'm upset, guess what? Mm -hmm. I'm upset for a reason. I'm, it's kind of funny. Sometimes I mean, I myself may not even know the reason why I'm upset. But the right. point, but point is, let me have my, you know, my my feeling about this. Or let me have my emotion about this. You know, don't tell me to calm let down. Let me have my moment. Right. Let me have my moment. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And uh, you know, there's like that, you know, that joke. You know, you know, a quick way to tell someone, you know, uh, a quick way for someone not to calm down is. For you telling them to calm down. Exactly. It's not gonna work. It fuels the whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. It really yes. does. It's like it, it feels like you're controlling the moment, you know? Mm. Like yeah, if, right, if I'm yeah, right. Because right. something caused me to lose, you know, so it's like it's it's dealing with what happened and not what started it. So it's like, yeah, hold on with the calm down now. As right. we practice better behavior and dealing with our emotions, you know, we start to take it differently. But until you got that click in your head, oh no, yep. it is a fire word. It is a you don't tell me, me. How exactly, I yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah, you don't tell me when I'm you. Tell me when I'm disturbed to my highest level of pissivity. Exactly. So, right. <laughs> you know, so it becomes now it becomes oh you want to tell me you know so yeah. Doesn't work when you're already at a hundred. Right. Exactly. Yep. This one actually. Uh, I'm sorry. That's I'm right. Sorry. I didn't mean for you to get so irate, but don't tell nobody to calm down. Start with right. I'm sorry. Exactly. Take the whole sizzle out. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. um, one scenario I've been told to calm down in is uh, when I've had to be waiting on the elevator. Is waiting on the elevator bother, bother you guys? Are you like the patient waiter or do you click the buttons a bunch of time? Or are you like, you're sitting there like it hasn't moved from this floor in like right. two minutes. Uh, does it freak you out? It freaks me out. I'm, I have a hard time waiting on the elevator. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't have a hard time waiting on the elevator, but I will say, you know, that's one of my like fears. Like elevators scare me. Like I don't like to get on the elevator. I didn't used to like get on elevators by myself. Like if I was in certain buildings, depending on what level, uh, you know, coming, especially living in New York, depending on what what floor they were on, I would take the steps. So I right. am not an elevator person at all. So I'm not rushing the experience. So I'm just going to let it take time. I'm thinking me pressing it too much is taking the office equilibrium. Right, right. So I'm going to be, I'm going to wait for it to come because I'm settling anyway. So that's right, one of my scary right. heights and Maybe because elevators go up and come down. I don't know. But yeah. Right. And so yeah, for me, I don't care about waiting on the elevator. I'm more concerned about getting on it. Right. I've actually, <laughs> I've actually been trapped in an elevator before. Uh, oh my it was working. It was in the epicenter, Uptown Charlotte. Uh, oh, wow. I was in the back and going up to, because the restaurant and bar that I was managing was three stories. Oh, wow. So we would... Always be well, and then you had to go down to the parking garage to get beer kegs and all this stuff. So I was up and down this elevator an awful lot, and it it trapped me in there one day. It got stuck in between floors. The lights oh, wow. started sparking. 
I had to have Why didn't you tell me this story? This the fire really department came. I was like, I oh my gosh, the, the, the thing down just far enough. I had to literally slide out, and I was, oh my gosh, <laughs> I was I like, know, please God, don't let this thing drop and sever me in half. Oh I've my seen God. scary movies, you know. But I was, I was totally tripping out. I elevators don't bother me even after that experience, although that was a horrific experience. It never like stopped me from getting in an elevator again. But I hate waiting on them. I'm like, just, where's the stairs? I would rather run my butt down and take 10 minutes walking the stairs than waiting five for the elevator. That's just, I, I get too impatient, I guess. And, uh, so William says in regards to the how do you feel about the people who do not swoop <laughs> after their dogs, he said, <laughs> he said, take their dog from them. They are not responsible pet owners. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that means definitely a pet piece of his. Wow. I can tell by that response. That's, That's funny. I'm going let your dog leave a mess by him if you want to. Oh, oh my gosh, that's funny. On Bill's front that's, too <laughs> that's too funny. Oh my gosh. All right. Uh all right. Let's go on to number seven. I see we're at the we're over the hour here. So let's try to we'll speed it up. I know you've got plans and I don't want to keep you guys too late. So uh all right, number seven, sneezing or coughing without covering your mouth. I think uh again, even looking pre-pandemic, that's like a huge no-no now. You know? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> back in the day before this was like a life and death sort of situation to not cover your mouth. Uh it, did that did that ever irk you? It always bothered me. I'm like, I always said that cover your mouth, or I would like, oh shy yeah. away from somebody. Let me go the opposite direction, you know. Right, right. Yeah, I yeah, definitely. I always taught my kids too. Here's the the what's it called? The this. Mm -hmm. the elbow the elbow because that's even better than this because it gets in your oh yeah you at least, yeah it catches this because then you go touch right. everything exactly exactly yeah. yeah yeah they they taught that to the kids at church actually which was weird what, uh what this their, yeah they're like, <laughs> your elbow because even that's when you true. leave the room you have to touch the door you gotta right. you gotta touch so many things so they say do it into your sleeve or whatever, and then right. all you gotta do is wash your jacket, you know? Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's just gross. Ugh. Oh, Precious says it knocked me out. Oh. Internet. What's she saying? Internet, although oh. still not a pet peeve of mine. Well, try to pop back on if you can. We're uh finishing up here in the next five. We're going through these last few. I didn't realize we were that far over. So um, all right. Number six, excessive PDA, public display of affection. How do you feel when you see people making out in public? I don't like it. I don't either. <laughs> I'm very it, uncomfortable. It, it's one of those ones that gets me irate. Like some people get irate over like driving bad or whatever. Right. It's like, you don't know what anybody else's beliefs are. And there's children exactly. and there's like, ooh, that's like X-rated for, right. for behind closed doors kind of thing. Right. I, I, I mean, I've, I'm okay with kissing in public, you know. Right. Oh, yeah. Not, like, not right. like that. <laughs> like, you know, holding hands, hugging, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the full excessive PDAs. Yeah. It's like, get a room. Ugh. It's gross and disrespectful, I think, you know. Yeah. It's yeah, like, that's for you and only for you. 
Right, exactly. So, <laughs> all right. How about number five? Top five here. Looking at your phone while somebody is talking, or like yeah. when you're talking to somebody and they're like, you're actively trying to engage with them and they're right. all you're doing is, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. 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 And then, and then it's that's my husband all day, all day. Okay. And then they'll be like, I'm sorry, what? Oh, you did, you said what? You know? Right, right. Even when I'm on the lives and I'm trying to share it all out while I'm on, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. Just wanna yeah. let you know I'm conscious what I'm doing is it's just not to ignore you. <laughs> you and know you tell people too, like I'm gonna take this minute to like and share and stuff like that. So it does it looks like you're engaged. This is a very disengaging thing. No, it's I'm talking really about when I'm a guest. Like if I'm a guest, like right now, <laughs> that part. Like so you could be talking in the beginning and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it could appear to be like you're on your phone. I said, now, unless you are sharing it out or doing something intentional that's going to benefit the conversation, it is very rude. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, you know definitely. what I mean? It makes you feel insignificant, I think, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Right. Like, whoever, whatever's going on outside of the room is more important than what's inside of the room. And so, yeah, that is, that can hit kind of, yeah. Like girl. Yep. All right. How about this one bothers me like nails on a chalkboard. Well, you must ain't ate but one bite. <laughs> when somebody's scraping their silverware on the plate or oh, the yeah. silverware itself together. I'm trying to get that last bit of food. What you think scraping is? Uh, <laughs> it's even worse. One bite, that's all you hear over here is scraping. Mm. They get some paper plates. That's that. I have to deal with that. <laughs> I can deal with that. Or when it's silverware on silverware, that oh, it makes my head ring. It just, it goes right up. I don't know why certain sounds bother us the way that they do, but that goes, I can feel it just ring through my whole bet, my whole head and my whole spine. And it shuts me down. Wow. <laughs> it's bad. It's intense. <laughs> I do not do well with the silverware on silverware setup there. Um, all right, I know this one's for Delila. Number else? three, it's made the top three. Uh oh, what is it? Getting, Getting stuck, stuck in traffic. In traffic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, actually, stuck in traffic. I don't mind if there's a reason. Does that make sense? Like, yes. if there's an accident yes. or construction, fine, I get it. But I hate being stuck in traffic when it's just people doing stupid stuff. It's a like, rush hour. You know? like, it's like we could have made this light, but no, you're sitting here. What? What are we? What are you doing? Right. Like, I, I just throw, again, people not aware. There's people around them. You know. So I mean, here's the question with that same topic: Are you upset? You know how we be stuck in traffic. Are we more upset before we see, or do we get upset after we find out? So, like with that same scenario. Are you like, oh, we'll see when we get there, and then you get mad once you pass the traffic because you're like, this was stupid. Or right. are you mad before, and then you feel bad when you get to it because you're like, oh, my God, this was an accident. So the question is, are we like, do we grab the wrong energy and then be mad, or do we get to the point and then decide which energy to grab? And does it matter after you've seen? Right. Um, my biggest thing is always just like, what's going on? Can you see what, like if it's Bill was driving, can yep. you see what's going on up there? What's going on up there? Is it, you know, is it an accident? Is it, you know, construction? I, and I mean, I guess I don't get upset off right off the bat. 
I think I get more upset after we come through it. It was literally just, you know, I don't nothing. know, nothing. nothing. I'm like, really? Why were we? Why, why? Are we stuck in this? Nothing is going why? on. Right. Exactly. Right. Like, like, him. I mean, him on the road. I'd be like, oh, the poor people. He'd be like, I'd be advocating for everybody in the car. Well, well, maybe. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> somebody gonna say, well, maybe. Listen, look at your energy. You're never even going to see them again. Don't even give it to them. Well, right. maybe. I said, you don't uh, understand when I'm mad. I have a right to be irate with the people around me. The strangers is like, you ain't going to see them tomorrow anyway. They right. probably and so, but he be so frustrated to his whole energy is off. And it's like, you just gave yourself away to those people. Save it for a good argument. Right, right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I did. I do have one tiny story. We, uh, I, w I guess when you're stuck in traffic, it kind of matters who you're with and what, right. what, the, what the situation is. You know, right. if I'm late for work, we already had that at the top yeah, of the yeah. on the list there. Like, oh, I'm already, I'm already shaming and hating myself. Like, you're already going to be five minutes late. Now I'm in traffic. Now you're going to live through the worst, you know? <laughs> but, uh, there was a time I went to go, uh, my brother just moved to Maine. Prior to that, he was living, um, a, well, he was, he lived in a couple different places in North Carolina. And on one of the road trips to go see him when he was around the two, two and a half hour mark away, my mom was in town from Detroit and we took the road trip to go up there. And we literally were probably 10 miles from his house and we hit this huge traffic jam on the highway. So it was like dead stop. There was, it was no moving at all. And I'm like, okay. So checked my little, my little handy dandy Siri. I'm like, Oh, it says it's red everywhere. Like I can see that already. We're going to be here right. for a minute. By the time we got to this, it was a, a three mile backup, literally going the pace of a snail. And what it was, it was a pothole <gasps> the size of a steering wheel. Wow. Like smaller than the tire of your car. And this was up in the mountains, but apparently it was a big deal. I don't know. So we sat there. It took us like an hour to get through that three miles and wow. to find out it was a tiny little pothole. We laughed. We laughed. We're like, are you kidding me? This is what the world stops for up here? Wow. What happens when there's an accident? You know? Right. <laughs> we laughed it off. Had that have been myself, I probably would have been, if it was just me, I probably would have been pissed. And then like, right. I can't believe I had wasted all this time. Oh, I should have been there. And da, da, da. But me and my mom found a way to laugh it off, laugh about it, whatever. So I guess uh, when you have those moments getting stuck in traffic, sometimes it pays to have a passenger in the passenger seat. Yep. <laughs> I can I can agree that it it burns my biscuits more when I another biscuits. one burns, my, burns biscuits. my biscuits. Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna send that to it my mom. It burns my biscuits, biscuits more when <laughs> I'm running late. So of course I'm gonna have a different energy when I'm on time, right? And when I'm out of time, so. It really depends. Number three matters depending on how good I've done with my day. That lollygagging that we do. Right. <laughs> um, I'm more irate, right? When it's like I'm I have a sense of urgency. I'm right. more calm when I don't, you know? So it's like, <laughs> oh, you can get over it. So it's like it depends on your sense of urgency right. who you're right. gonna meet on the road. And when when the people are moving slow, my nose like they're moving slow, you know what I say? I say, Oh, they they're on time. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's 
where we're bad. They are on time. They are gliding like they have all day. And we are like, oh my goodness. So that's hilarious. Right. I, I would say I had to think about it. It's my pet peeve, depending on how late I am that day. Right. That's right. Well, you know what really burns my biscuits? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. I love that phrase. I love it. I'm keeping it. And I know, Precious, I'm sure you've got this up in your world. Delila, you have to let me know. I know you've, I know you've been through it, I'm sure. But uh, when the laundry or shoes are on the floor next to the laundry basket or shoe rack, it's literally this far, to put it where it goes. Right. Kind of like I said with the plate going in the dishwasher, you're going to set the plate right over the dishwasher, but you cannot open the door and slide it in there. I have a hard time with that. And you know what's crazy? My husband's just as bad as the kid. <laughs> Truth. That's the key. Truth. That's the Truth. that's the real secret. Depending I on you. I pick up his shoes. He leaves he at least two pairs of shoes in the living room. I go pick up of his in the morning, along with the two by the back door. That's the kids, and maybe the one that's in the dog bed that's made its way to the dog bed. I'm like. There are places, two places for these things. Your clothes go in the baskets that everybody has in their closet. You take it off and you put it in the basket. It's very basic. I think in kindergarten we learn this stuff. You take it off, right? put it in the bucket. You know, <laughs> the shoes, you take them off, put them in the bucket, put them on the rack, whatever you happen to have at your house. But right, right everywhere, all over the house. And it's day after day after every single time in and out. Super pet peeve of mine, if you can't yeah. tell. Yeah. <laughs> it could be one of those universal things. I'm not lying. Yeah. Just last year, I think we actually had a oh, coming to aha moment in this house because I was like, uh, Chef Ron, why do you not put the stuff right in the basket? It's right next to it. And he was like, yeah. you know, I didn't think about it. So now he consciously puts it in the basket sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> about it. Ooh, what amazing conversation. He just did it. It wasn't like he was being intentional. It wasn't like he wasn't. He just was being. Wow. So we had to change his state of being so that wow. we can be on the same stage. And it really helped. But all those years, I just I just would pick it up and carry it. And, and how can they how can they think about it and we should tell them? You know, they don't they never thought about it because you and I because we all have been sitting there picking up. They don't see it. They don't see it in the morning. It's already mm -hmm. gone and taken care of. So Man. I didn't point it out. You know, it's mm -hmm. like they don't realize. I forgot. You know, I you have know. your problem, mm -hmm. Lady D. <laughs> well, it's funny. Bill and I just had this conversation. Uh he's okay with he puts things in the basket, you know, after 30 years, he finally caught on. But um uh -oh. Uh -oh. he he has issues with socks. I don't know what goes through his little mind, but he will like I will find just one sock, like like not the pair of socks, just the one. And I'm like, Bill, where's the other sock? Oh, I think it's in my office. So this is what he does. He'll take off one sock in his office and then come to the bedroom and take the other sock off. I'm what? like it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It really does it. And I think he's always done that. I think that's what he, he just does that. Maybe not realizing, maybe like if, if he's sitting down he's his computer. His mind. Yeah, maybe like he's sitting on the computer, okay, I'm going to take my sock off, and then not even thinking, and then, okay. It, I said to him, that's, that's what drives me insane. 
And then he'll say, yes. they, then he got offensive because, or defensive because I said, is this sock missing? It is not missing. I know exactly where the other sock is. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm the like, office is his, his, his uh, sock junk drawer, right? The missing, just, that's where all the missing socks go to die is in Right. The I'm just like, why can't you keep them together? He's like, I don't know. He's, just, he's like, it's just something I've always done. I'm just like, okay. All right. You know, pick your battles. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I gave up on the sock battle in this house too. Um, we're, we're oh, a, my internet is about to lose me again. What's uh -oh. that? What's your last one? Yeah, what's the last one? one the last on. one. The last one. Having to, to repeat yourself. yourself. <laughs> Definitely deserves a number one spot. Let me tell having you. Having to repeat yourself. For me, having to repeat myself, and I feel like women in general, we have to do that a lot. So right. Yeah, having to repeat myself. I think that's my number one pet peeve for sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, big news as we're rolling out here, this episode of Laughter. Guess what? I don't know if you know or not, Precious, but I found out uh, right at the beginning here that it's Super Bowl weekend is Sunday is Delina's birthday. Yes. Oh, happy birthday. Thank happy you. Birthday to you. Thank you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. That was way off. Dear Delina, birthday to you. Thank and you. Many, 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 many more. Thank you. We should maybe have a. Both of y'all both have iPhones, right? Yes. Yes. We should maybe have a toast on Sunday. We can iPhone each other in. Yes. Have that's a, right. Have a drink, right. a cocktail. That's right. We can you do can a birthday, birthday toast. We that's hate right. to see all of the viewers, but we're going to have a birthday toast. Okay. <laughs> so, yep, she's getting ready after this. She's getting ready to go head out and party it up and have a wonderful <laughs> dinner and socializing and go to the brewery. This is and Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, it is. I realize, yeah. but the pandemic got me shut in. Really, shut in. Yeah, we know yeah, what's going on no more. I know. He 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 said the same thing. My husband said the same thing to me this morning. He's like, "You're going to the grocery store." He's like, "Why don't you get some ribs and some chicken wings and this and that bacon?" I'm like, "What has gotten into you? With why do you need this mass amount of meat?" He goes, "What's Super Bowl on Sunday?" Right, right. Oh, okay, I get it. Like, you <laughs> doing the same emotions no matter what, right? It's like. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, basically, so Delila is celebrating her birthday. My husband's celebrating Super Bowl. <laughs> I've got I've got a couple shows I'm going to be recording this weekend for uh, some guests that are going to be recorded for next week because of schedule uh, situations. And uh, I got great news from Brittany Thomas today. All of my brand bracelets, my Lessons and Legacies bracelets are in the mail and on Yay. the I'm going to have brand new stuff to add to the store and um, share with you guys next week. So That's what great. you got coming up, Precious? You want to leave us with any final words as we head on out? Yes, as always, you can never turn on anybody else's light, but you can provide enough light for them to find their switch. So stay lit in this world so somebody can find their way out of the darkness. It is your responsibility. I hope that our light shine a little bit into your day today to make you not sweat the small stuff, but recognize you get to dictate your reality. So choose to make the reality that you want by finding the best stuff in your day. So we love you and we thank you for sharing your Friday with us because I know these are the special days. That's right. <laughs> Delila, any final words from you, my love? 
Uh, I don't know. Just keep on moving. I don't know. That's right, mate. <laughs> That's right. Just put one foot, foot in front of, of the other. Yeah, that's right. But do it at a quick pace. Don't be right. slow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, as always, I say there's a lesson or a blessing in every lesson. That's right. Um, so much blessing and laughter. So thank you guys yet again for coming to join us for another episode of Shenanigans and Love and Fun. Mm -hmm. And hopefully this was a good kickoff to your weekend. Yes. Uh, stay safe if you're going out celebrating birthdays or ball games, right. whatever it is. Stay safe. Um, know you're loved. And we will see you guys on Monday. Right? Yeah. Yes. Monday. Yes. Monday. <laughs> it's Friday. It's Friday. <laughs> You guys have a blessed you get a weekend. Break. That's right. See you right. Sunday. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll see you we Sunday. You all. <laughs> and, you. and uh we will catch you next week. Happy Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.